And maybe this is you right now. Maybe those pings that you've been ignoring are now at a place where they're starting to feel like a siren. And it's time to envision and create a new future that's going to light you up, that's going to be a reflection of who you are, who you desire to be. This is not your average business podcast, because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. Today, I am so excited to share the mic with Abby, and we are going to walk you through some concepts that will undoubtedly change your life and what is possible for you. So we are really passionate about helping you get one step further than where you are today, but that's actually quite hard if you don't even know what direction you are going. So I like to think of the metaphor of a plane that's flying from JFK in New York to LAX in California. If that plane adjusts even just one degree, it's going to land in a completely different place. I actually think the, the, it would land in the ocean. And we want to be very intentional with knowing what direction that you are going in your life so that you don't look back in two, five, 10 years from now and wish that you would have been more intentional with decisions and you would have landed that plane somewhere else. So what today's episode is really all about is how to be intentional with your choices, which is going to lead to a very purposeful and aligned life. So Dan Sullivan, he's a coach. He always talks about the concept of your future being your property. And if you look at it as your property, you're going to start taking full ownership over it. And this is a really powerful concept because I truly believe that each of us has the power to craft a really beautiful, aligned future for them. And it's going to be different for each of us which is also really amazing. And I think what's going to be important about this one is that Kat and I, we're going to walk you through a lot of metaphors and then break it down into really tangible things, examples, experiences that we have both heard about, we have both been through, and that coaching clients of ours, our students have also been through. So just to get us kicked off here, one of the biggest mottos that I've been recently living my life by is anything is truly possible with intentional choice. And what I mean by this is that every single moment of every single day, we honestly have the power to make different choices. They can either serve the future version of ourselves or they can take away from what we're going for. And I get it. Like right now, Kat, Amy, and I, we all have three little kids at home. It is so easy in this phase of life with little humans and busy careers to not be intentional. Because let's face it, it's easier to not be intentional. It's easier to just go with the flow and not actually act out of integrity with yourself. But some days we can feel like we're on a hamster wheel. 
And some days we can feel like every single push is a push forward, but our energy is just being wasted. And I don't know about you, but I personally do not want to wake up 10 years from now and be landed somewhere that I don't want to be. And just like Kat mentioned, that one degree change every single day, that one degree of intentional choice, it can make all the difference in the world. So just some context for me personally in the past, I have struggled making decisions about future based on things that have already happened to me. It's almost like I would avoid a pivot or a new decision because it felt like a sunk cost because it hadn't worked for me in the past. I mean, even in my corporate career, I would think, but I've made it this far. Like I've already have my master's degree in, in the health related field. I can't switch that now. I'm on track for a really big bonus this year. I, I can't make a pivot now. I worked so hard to reach where I am today. Why would I make a pivot? And I know that there are other people who are thinking the same thing because I have talked with you. But in reality, I was feeling so out of alignment and you might be there right now. Like no matter what milestone you're about to reach, I know personally when I hit those milestones, I wasn't even celebrating. I Something always fell off. I realized that I was making decision based on an old version of me, based on the version of me that signed up for that career, that wanted the big bonuses, that my thoughts were all around money and success instead of freedom and living in alignment. And I'm proud that I reached those goals and that version of Abby. And I knew that it was time for me to reimagine things. It was really time for me to make some new decisions based on where I wanted to be in the future. Yeah. And I just want to interject here. I I love hearing those like tangible things of what fell off for you, but let's even just talk about alignment for a second. You and I have both thrown out that Mm -hmm. word quite a bit, but how does someone know if they are in or they are out of alignment? Is it just like a feeling or a thought or even Abby, you mentioned when you were out of alignment, what did that look like for you? Yeah. For me, it's pretty much all mental health. So I can feel it immediately in my mental health. My anxiety goes up. My irritability goes way up. So when I notice that I'm getting really snappy at the people that I love most or that I'm closest with, if I feel like I'm not able to sit down, because if I sit down, I'm going to be putting myself behind, that's when I know that something isn't right. That's when I know that I'm not living in alignment. And I'm not going to lie, like it's not 100% perfect right now. So for instance, when I'm battling um, a shortened work week, maybe there's a vacation day or we have sick kiddos at home. I sometimes feel that. And I know that the pressure doesn't make me feel in alignment. It also happens for me. This is a very funny example, but I'm going to bring this one up. It happens for me on the first of every month because this is when I loop together all of those operational tasks. So think in a small business, all of those little one-off tasks you have to do throughout the month. Think that you have to categorize taxes. You have to send out and pay invoices. You have to pay your bills. You have to reconcile bank accounts. These are all things that are not fun. I mean, am I living in alignment when I'm paying taxes? No, absolutely not. Are they things that have to get done in order for our small businesses to work. Yes. But I don't like those days. I often feel like I'm on to the next step. I feel like I'm getting snappy. I feel like I just want the day to be done. And I know that about myself, but I pull all those tasks together into one day because then I know I can live the other 29 or 30 days feeling far more aligned. So that's just an example that it's not going to be perfect. We're not here. Kat and I aren't saying just wave a magic wand and everything is all of a sudden 100% going to be absolutely exactly what you want out of life. There are still things that you have to do. 
we still have to pay taxes. Even our tax accountants are like, we don't love paying taxes, <laughs> but it's something that you have to do. So these are just some small strategies that can help you live in alignment when there are still things that aren't 100% what you want to be doing. And that's helpful because you just made that distinction of like, we all have days that we don't enjoy, but if you enjoy the 29 other days of the month, mm -hmm. you can probably say, okay, the path that I've chosen, the choices that I'm making are feeling good overall versus like I'm waking up 29 out of the one days feeling off and my mental health is suffering most days of the week. Yeah, exactly. And I just, I used to feel that way most days, most work days. I would feel that way. Sundays, especially. I just remember being like, uh, oh, I don't want to go into work tomorrow. What can I do to make this weekend last longer? It was always this urgency to get stuff done because my list was full of things that I didn't want to do. But now I legitimately love most things that I'm doing, most work days, most of my work tasks. So that feeling of anxiety and irritability, it just comes up less and less. And it's also interesting, Kat, because now I see this with our students and our coaching clients. Like They are working 40 hours a week in a job that they're spending all of their time, all of their energy on, and they feel conflicted because when they come home to their partner or their children, they don't feel like they have anything left to give because they've completely cashed out on their energy coins in a store that they don't even like, which is the career that they're living their life and doing for most of their hours of their day. Mm, and this is why I love metaphors. I know you mentioned that because they create a visual in your mind. And this is a real picture for many of us, this metaphorical energy coin that you've cashed out during the day. And then you come home and you're like, my bank account's empty. Yes, and yep. yeah, and I think that's something that even having children has really brought front and center to me is this need and this desire to use my energy in a very specific and intentional way. They really just illuminate how limited energy can be. And I know for me, this wasn't an immediate thing. Like I remember my past job when I only had one child at the time, I remember that we were on Pacific time and I'd often find myself working really late. And by the time I'd come downstairs, cause I worked at home and I would step into mom, wife, partner mode, I was already on empty. And maybe this is you right now. Maybe those pings that you've been ignoring are now at a place where they're starting to feel like a siren. And it's time to envision and create a new future that's going to light you up, that's going to be a reflection of who you are, who you desire to be. And if you're resonating with this, Abby and I actually want to share a little coaching exercise with you. And this can be used as a visualization. You don't have to sit down and like meditate when you're doing it, but you could go for a walk or as you're driving, just listen to this and, and start to actually let it sink in a little bit. Yeah. So take a look at the minutes and seconds in the episode right now. And this is always something you can come back to. But for right now, just get quiet. Close your eyes. If you are in a place you can close your eyes, just get quiet and concentrate on my words if you're walking or driving. And just envision that you are about to walk into a store and you have unlimited coins that you get to spend on what you actually want. This is you buying the future that you desire. So what types of things would you pick? The best part is, is that you don't have to tell anyone what you really want. You don't have to justify it to anyone. You don't have to base it on anything that you've ever wanted in the past. You just have to honor the new you as the person that you are right now in this moment and what she really, truly wants. So some questions. Are you going to pick the life that you currently have? Are you still going to pick the job that you currently have? 
what might it look like if you tried something different? And there are so many things that you can choose from in this type of exercise. You can choose different, a different career. You can choose the people that you're going to surround yourself with. You can even choose if you want to change out some of your personality traits, ones that maybe have served you in the past or feel natural, but don't really feel aligned with who you want to be. You can change all these out. It's a room that is truly full of possibility. I love this exercise. And I've noticed even for me, when I've done this in the past, I can catch myself where I'm actually even holding myself back. And it's because it's so unnatural for us to sit in possibility and think about things differently or, or what could be and allow ourselves to actually like feel what would that feel like if I actually did that one thing and be really honest with what we want. And if that's coming up for you, like it did for me in the past when I've done this, just notice it. Don't judge it, but start playing with things a little bit. What might it look like even just for today if you tried on something new? Maybe that new career or a bold new version of you or even a pace of life that's going to feel a lot better for you. Or heck, maybe it is even actually a new outfit that makes you feel like that future version of you that you really want to embody. It doesn't have to be permanent. There's no permanence in this make-believe game that we're playing. It's just like trying on an outfit at a store so you can try it on quick and toss it if it's not for you. Yeah. What I like about this is that just like an outfit, I want you to actually think about your current closet and what those things could represent. So think metaphor into actual concrete examples. So when you think about your closet right now, you probably still have some things that have tags on them. So maybe in this life, you have an online course that you've purchased, but you haven't opened past the first module, even though you know that that course is the key to helping you get what you want out of your future life. Maybe you have a shirt that is so well-worn that you barely feel it on your body. This is something that just feels so natural to you. And maybe in this life, it represents a personality trait like, I mean, people-pleasing. I know we have a lot of people who are people-pleasers or are trying to get out of that people-pleasing habit. You're so used to bending over backwards for others that you barely even notice when you're doing it anymore. I know there are so many people. I have this tendency in my natural sense. I know Kat, you have this tendency as well as, as an Enneagram too, to just want to bend over backwards and support people. And although that's a great personality trait, it can also come at a cost. Or maybe you have this outfit that represents a very specific moment in time. So maybe it's a concert shirt that you wore or a race shirt that you have that you are holding onto because it represents a decision that you made in the past that you once loved, but it doesn't fit you anymore. And I'm just curious, do you want to have an entire closet full of race t-shirts and concerts that you went to? Or do you want to have a closet that's full of the things that actually look like you, feel like you? And when you put it on, you feel like a million bucks. Yes, 100%. And it's the you now, like those race t-shirts and the concert. I was just thinking about even me in high school, all my concert t-shirts. And it's like, that was me. That was the authentic mm -hmm. me at that time. And now I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't wear that Grateful Dead t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is your future and start putting together the pieces in your closet that do represent you, that or even that future version of you and start taking ownership over that person. You can still keep those pieces from the past if you want them to, 
But if you don't allow yourself to explore and try on and play with new options, you're not going to achieve the future that is beyond your current reality. So even think about this. Like if you want to, in your heart, let's say start a business, if you don't even allow yourself to explore that possibility, how are you ever going to achieve that? How are you ever going to have that feeling of being a business owner, managing your own schedule, if that's something you desire? You have to allow yourself to really sit in possibility to then take that action. And I love this concept because even the thought about like editing and restocking my actual closet as we're talking about this, it feels daunting, but it's an even bigger task to essentially do this life edit that we're talking about. And the reason it feels that way is because it does take energy to do this. It takes intention, but there is so much on the other side of that for you. Anything worthwhile doing in life is going to take some sort of energy from you. Man, sometimes it's easier if you have somebody to help you with that. Like honestly, just like a little bit of a Sherpa to just bring you on the path that you're always meant to be on, but that you might not be taking on your own. It's just that little motivation, if you will. And that's when we're coaching. I just love that feeling of it because I wholeheartedly know that you have all the answers inside of you. Sometimes you just need help finding them. You need the right questions. You need the right support. You need the right motivation in order to get there. And I know for a lot of this episode, we've been using metaphors. Um, and I really like metaphors because they allow a person to think about their own life instead of a very specific situation and how their life might be able to fit into somebody else's. However, I do just want to give a bunch of concrete examples right now because I know that you might be thinking, okay, what does this mean for me? Like, how can I use this in my own life? So this could be not having a hard conversation because it's easier to not bring it up. Think with your partner, think with a business partner, think with a friend, think with a coworker or a boss. Are you not bringing up a conversation because you just don't want to trouble the waters? Might want to make a different decision here. This could be your inspiration to make a different decision there. Maybe you're staying in a dead end job because it's easier than not looking. You feel safe and it's not that bad but it's also not that good. Maybe you're not asking your boss for a well-deserved raise or promotion, or you're not asking about a part-time offering or other positions that might allow you to be more family-centered or to carry out this side hustle that you've been wanting to do. Maybe you haven't actually said yes to this side hustle because you've been too carried away with everything else that your life is demanding. And Kat, you had brought up earlier about being intentional with making a decision of any kind and whether it's not making a decision because that actually is a decision. It's kind of hard to say, but that is a decision to just stay put and not do anything. In coaching, we call this predicament secondary gains, meaning that no matter what decision you make, again, staying in the gray is a decision, there are going to be gains to it. So I want you to kind of go into a little bit with this in, in your own examples too, Kat. Yeah, I was even just thinking about the example that you said about like asking a boss for a raise. Like I had mm -hmm. been in a place where I wanted a raise for so long. I was due for one. I just kept putting it off. Okay. So what was my secondary gain there? Okay. I didn't have to put myself on the line. I didn't have to be rejected. I didn't have to think about all the accomplishments that I made and, and like make a formal pitch. I didn't have to have that scary conversation. There were gains there for me. I got to stay mm -hmm. comfortable, right? I didn't have to have that combo. I didn't have to put myself out on the line for potential rejection. So even though like I obviously much more desired that I would actually make more money because it opened up many possibilities for me. There was absolutely a gain for me by not having that conversation. 
You know, it's interesting when I first got hired, this is a story I've never told on this podcast before, but when I first got hired for the job that I spent the last decade at, I got a no. I went through about 17 different interviews. I'm not even kidding. It was just short of 20 interviews. And at the end they said, you know what? At the end of the day, we don't feel like you're sales material. Like, sorry, but best of luck. And I got quiet and I choked up and I said, thank you so much for your time. Goodbye. <laughs> and then I cried afterwards and felt so upset. And then I realized, no, I'm actually the perfect fit for this job. They, they must have made a mistake. And you know what I did? I called that HR lady back and I said, I'm so sorry. This might sound very, very forward, but you made the wrong decision. I would love to work for your company. And I know that I'm going to bring so many more opportunities than you ever could have imagined. And she was really quiet. I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? But at that point, I'm like, what am I going to do? Just get told no again. And she goes, Abby, Abby Berg, because at that point I was not married. Abby Berg, we really like that type of personality. Could you come in on Monday? I think we have the perfect position for you. And that's how I ended up in a different position that I had originally applied for, a position that was much more aligned with me, a, a position that was very specific to health, a position that they weren't even hiring for. But because I was bold and said the thing, I was able to get the job. So secondary gains in holding your tongue and staying quiet and crying on the phone for sure. But in that moment too, you have to think, am I ready for this? Am I going to do this? When is the time I'm going to say yes to myself? I love that story because you decided to step into that version of yourself. You didn't wait for someone else. You're like, I'm just going to like, there was going to be a benefit for you standing up on that call and saying like, I'm worth it. Whether they said yes or no, mm -hmm. like you got to embody that new type of energy. What's funny for me, I was like a little more passive with my life edits and decisions that I made in the past. Now I feel like a new version of myself. But when I did, you know, a quote unquote life edit in 2021, when I lost my job and, you know, at the beginning of this, I was talking about pings versus the siren. Well, instead of listening to pings, like even you had that ping, like I'm going to call this woman and I'm going to tell her I'm amazing. <laughs> well, you know, for me, I just waited there in a job that maybe was out of alignment for me. And then guess what happened? I got a siren in my face at 32 weeks pregnant when I lost my job. And I don't recommend that. Like, don't wait for the siren. Listen to the pings. So you know that I was a dietitian in a formal life. And so let's do a little edit here of things that are out of alignment in the prevention stage here versus when you're needing bypass surgery. So I used this exact visualization that we talked about and this exact process and edited past decisions. So thinking about a few questions like, what do I want my friend group to look like? Who are my friends that are supporting this version that I want to be? How do I want to feel at work? What kind of money do I want to make? What kind of impact do I want to make? And even down to what do I want my work environment to look like and feel like? And I also thought about things like my health and my nutrition and how do I want these pillars to really support me? What does this look like in practice? And last but not least, what kind of mother and what kind of partner do I want to be? And what decisions do I need to make to actually live that out? So take a moment and just think about where you're currently out of alignment. You know, Abby showed exactly how to identify that. Maybe if majority of the month has felt like you're dreading something, it could really be any area in your life. Check in with that version that you're going to step into. Where is there a gap right now? 
And what tiny decisions can you start making on a daily basis to support that new version of you, even if it's that one degree difference? And all three of us know that there is nothing more painful than staying stuck. Like I'm just telling you right now, it is so hard to be living out of alignment and to be, as that old phrase goes, sitting on the fence, which is, a, I mean, in, in itself, a very painful experience to be sitting on a fence because it doesn't feel good to be doing that. We want you to get moving in the direction of your dreams and stop being in that gray. We want you to get out of that stuck feeling and into something that feels more like you. If you realize that you're desiring to grow your business in a bigger way, or if you want to pull in more personality traits or more mindset techniques that feel aligned for you day in and day out, I want to invite you to coaching. So I am opening up four slots this summer for either one session or three session packages. The coaching clients that I have had, you guys, it has been so incredible to see their progress. On episode 93, Destiny, she changed her entire business model and implemented a mentoring program that took her out of the day-to-day photo shoots in just three coaching sessions. And on episode 97, All three of those women have been through coaching with me and they were just able to go so much faster when they had a coach or that Sherpa to really guide them along the way. So if coaching has been something that's been on your mind, all you have to do is send an email to hello at pursuingherpurpose.com and I'll send you the details about the packages, the rates, what it includes and everything. It would be so great to get to know a few of you on a more deep level and also help you hit your dreams and live more in alignment. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you all next week.